0: Hey, it's your boy Drew from Boiler Up Down South, Um, just uh, flying solo today. My buddy Garrett is unavailable, so uh, I do want to give you all a quick uh, wrap-up of the Fresno game before we move on to the Hokies uh, coming up on Saturday. Um, I'm down here in sweltering hot Athens, Georgia. I just got done... uh, Watching my Clemson Tigers get beat by Duke, so it's a rough day. But um, we're moving on past that. So I'm going to break this show down quickly. I'm going to talk about offense. I'm going to talk about defense. I'm going to talk about special teams. I'm going to get you all out of here. Garrett usually does the editing, so I'm going to try to do this bad boy in one take. So if you all would just hang with me for a quick commercial break. We'll get everybody paid, and then we'll get down to business. All right, I'm back and uh, ready to talk a little Purdue football. First off, uh, let's talk about this offense. Um, Hudson Card made his debut as uh, the Boilermakers starting quarterback uh, on Saturday. Went seventeen of thirty for 254 yards and two touchdowns. Overall. It was uh, kind of a mad performance, I thought. Um, I think he made some good passes. Uh, I don't think the receivers were uh, giving him a lot of separation to work with, but uh, I was looking for maybe a little more creativity from him. Um, you saw him mostly hanging in the pocket, didn't do a lot on the run. Um, average, adequate, uh, good enough to win, but uh, certainly not a game changer. Um, Hopefully that's just some first game jitters. We've seen him uh, playing some big games and put up some big numbers at Texas. Um, so we know he's capable. Uh, let's just uh, see him against uh, maybe Virginia Tech playing a little more loose. Uh, like Getting on the outside, maybe running a little bit, taking a hit, maybe getting those juices flowing. It just never seemed like he got all the way comfortable, felt like he was in a rhythm. Uh, and really uh, sort of dissecting uh, the Fresno defense. Um, Again, that's probably a combination of a lot of things, but um, Purdue needs Card to be exceptional, not just adequate. Um, And so moving forward, you know, he's got to step up uh, and lead the offense. Moving on to the uh, run game, Uh, really was sort of disappointed all the way around. Uh, Maccabee just wasn't very good. He didn't look that explosive to me. Um, he had a fumble early on in the game that got him put to, uh, sent to the bench. Um, last year he had a bad habit of sort of getting the ball in traffic and waving it around, losing those three points of contact. He did that again uh, on maybe the first or second drive and uh, you know Walters put him on the bench, which is what needs to happen. Honestly, this has sort of been a reoccurring uh, mistake for Maccabee and something I'm sure uh, the coaching staff worked on uh, in practice. Um, the crazy legs thing is fine, it's cool, but you gotta pick the time and place. And uh, that time and place is not in the middle of traffic with a bunch of guys diving around. Um, and so, you know, Purdue really got saved there uh, by a smart play by the offensive lineman uh, jumping on the ball. But I really feel like that sort of put a, a early damper on his game. And he never really just got going. He had that one nice touchdown run at the end, uh, where he ran a little counter off the backside and then was able to get into some space and do his uh, crazy legs thing and leave a Fresno linebacker reaching on his way to the end zone. But it just never felt like he uh, was that into the game. Um, Dylan Downey came in, had five carries for 17 yards. You know, he is what he is. Um, he's a solid back. He's going to run where the play is designed to block and get what's there. Not much more. Uh, it's nice to have those guys on your team. Um, but, again, it's not not ever really probably going to be a game-breaker for the Boilermakers. And then, uh, you know, you had Tyrone Tracy in the backfield. And he actually looked like Purdue's best shortage yardage back, uh, despite playing wide receiver his entire career. He was decisive, um, especially on the one uh, touchdown run where he makes a man miss in the backfield and then just gets straight up and down and just burrows in, hits the gas. Um, we really want in disregard for his own safety. Uh, and so I, I appreciate that. And that's really how you've got to run on the goal line. And uh, I felt like Tracy's one uh, touchdown run there uh, down inside the five uh, really showed that. And I, I'm interested to see if he maybe continues in that role, uh, because, um, like I said, I didn't really see it out of Maccabee or, or Downing as really that sort of conviction, one cut, get vertical, and go. Um, of course, the rushing attack is inextricably tied to the offensive line. Um and we'll get into that in a moment. But overall, again, much like Hudson Card in the passing game, Devin Maccabee was sort of meh, and Purdue needs him to be great. Um, and so that also sort of held back uh, the offense. Um, we'll get into the receiving game. Uh, receivers, obviously, Dion Burks is the uh, MVP of the offense from last game. Four receptions, 152 yards. Uh, two touchdowns with that 84-yard uh, sort of pinball burst uh, that really started the season off with so much promise. Uh, and it looks like, man, this offense is going to be cooking. And then it uh, sort of fizzled out the rest of the game. Um, my main issue with Burks is the four receptions part. Uh, Fresno found Eli Brooks uh, nine times for 172 uh, 170 yards. Uh, Burks could have used another five receptions. Uh, part of that was Purdue's defense couldn't get off the field, and Fresno was able to sort of sit on the ball some, limiting uh, Purdue's all of um, our plays, uh, overall. Um, but still, you got to find a way to get Burks the ball. And I don't know if that's on some jet sweeps, um, some more drag routes across the middle, some quick outs, slants, something to just get him the ball in some space with a little momentum going and uh, see what he can break. Um, Because uh, again, that one, that first run uh, off the screen, off the, uh, sorry, it was like a deep slant. He caught it and man, he was just bouncing off guys. And once he beat that safety, he hit the gas and it was all over. So if you're looking for a positive out of that game, definitely Dion Burks uh, and his ability to be a game changer. at that wide receiver position now somebody come with him that's really sort of the question you seen uh has seen looked good for his first real game i would say in a while four receptions 46 yards to me he, he just look, he looks like a possession receiver to me he's a guy that's gonna catch the ball and get down um and that's always helpful you need a guy like that uh, on your team to uh, be able to uh, be the guy on third down, maybe get to the sticks. Uh, but again, when he's the third down, man, he's he comes back to the ball and steps out a yard short. Uh, and you can't do that. That's a mistake you can't make. Um, you've got to know where you are, especially if you're going to be that guy on third down that gets uh, you know open, uses his bigger body, maybe box somebody out. You, you can't step out a yard short. You've got to find a way to get that first down. So I'm sure that's something he'll work on. TJ Sheffield, he still just strikes me as a sort of average slot receiver. Um, he had three receptions for 22 yards. Um, I just... He kind of is almost like we've seen. He gets what he gets, and he gets down. Uh, I just I don't feel... Like, Deion Burks gets the ball in his hands, and you sort of lean forward in your chair because something big might happen. I just never feel that way about Sheffield. Um, you know, he gets the ball, and I think it's just a really maybe a lack of strength um, that he just never really goes down a lot on first contact. Um, you runs sideways, and I just wasn't too overly impressed with him. Hopefully, uh, you know, he figures it out and starts getting a little more explosive, maybe. Um, I was uh, pleased with his decision to uh, field punt. We'll talk about that uh, a little bit when we get to special teams. Um, and then you have Mockaby, uh, uh out of the backfield. Again, sort of looks like his rush game. Uh, nothing spectacular. Uh, didn't really break much. Um, oftentimes, he'd catch the ball and was surrounded. Um, Purdue didn't really do a good job of getting him out into space and, uh, you know, again it just sort of goes with his rush attack uh, against nose. Meh. Um, the tight end position which I think we all expected coming in to be a real strength of this Purdue uh, offense but, you know, we get hit with sort of oh, okay, well actually um, Miller's not going to play for a while. You know, and then Pete Fieri uh, Paferi was a, a late scratch as well. Um, I saw him sort of standing on the sideline in pads, uh, which I kind of felt was weird. He was an OR on the uh, uh, depth chart, but he wasn't in pads is what I meant to say. Um, so uh, it was the youngster, Max Clare, two receptions, 22 yards. Um, that's not good enough. I mean, he was fine for his sort of first uh, de- debut game, but Purdue was going to need... Um, more out of that tight end position. They said help is on the way. Um, and so hopefully, once everybody is healthy, Garrett Miller's back in the lineup, that part of the game um, is a little better. Um, and now, finally, we get to the offensive line. And again, it wasn't a terrible performance. They didn't give up any sacks, so, you know, card attempted 30 passes, wasn't sacked, took some hits, Um, nothing too egregious, uh, though. But, man, the interior of that line is not great, especially in the run game. Um, We get down to the goal line, and it's time to just man up and punch it in, and uh, that wasn't there. Just didn't get any push off the ball. Um, both of the guards struggled, saw a couple occasions where they actually got knocked back into um, the tight end who's coming across to make a crack, uh, to make a block uh, and maybe steal the edge but instead uh, he ends up with the left guard just in his lap, can't get across, play gets blown up. Um, the center of that line obviously is gonna improve Uh, once Gus is back, um, hopefully sooner than later, or even Kaltzenberger, just to shore up the middle and also maybe give some different options at guard. Um, I thought the tackles were fine, um, but it was an uninspiring overall performance, uh, I thought, from the offensive line, um, especially when it just came down to getting down and grinding and Picking up those hard yards um, and really kind of showed just a lack of strength in the middle. And Fresno did a great job uh, in their run defense of really staying wide, uh, which Purdue didn't do, uh, and making sort of funneling everything back into the center of that uh, defense uh, where they had an advantage. So again, Fresno is a really well-coached team. Um, and uh, Jeff Tedford's been doing this for a long time. He's won at a high level. Um, and he, they really came out with a solid game plan to sort of keep Purdue off the edges, funnel everything into the middle, and then sort of overpower him at the point of attack. Um, it would be interesting what Harold does in terms of adjustments for the next game. And West Virginia, especially in short yardage uh, throws, Our our plays, he has a nice little play where he would just flip it out to the uh, receiver and challenge the corner to make the tackle. But he doesn't really have that sort of receiver here. Um, Canyon came on onto the game. He's maybe Purdue's biggest receiver and uh, touched the ball once uh, in the end zone dropped it, got bodied. Um, So... The options there are a little limited. Maybe a little more car, uh, Hudson card in the run game. Maybe a little power, uh, power run. But um, you know that's where you got to be careful because he's kind of it at quarterback. Uh, I'm not sure they have another uh, pass attempt uh, under sort of any sort of game pressure on the roster. Um, so running card. Um, it's one of those you know. You don't want a Pyrrhic victory where you, you win the battle and get the touchdown, uh, but lose the war because you lose your quarterback. And uh, so that's going to be uh, an ongoing issue with Purdue. Moving over to the defensive side of the ball, and oh, man, that was just not what anybody was hoping for. Um, it wasn't necessarily outside the realm of what I thought was possible, Um Fresno had 27 first downs, 11 to 17 on third down, 487 total yards, 371 passing yards, uh, one pick, ran for 116. Um, Purdue did a job of sort of limiting them, their per rush to like 3.1 yards of carry. Um, their, lane, their lead back averaged, oops, you know, hair under five. So overall, the run defense uh, wasn't a problem. Uh, but the pass defense. Let's talk about that for a second. (laughs) I mean, if you read my article on Hammer and Rails, uh, um, you know sort of where I stand on this. Uh, It's hard. uh, When Walters walks into uh, the cornerback room and he's, you know, standing there by himself. Uh, And so he had to go out and grab... Pretty much whoever he could grab out of the portal. Um, some of the guys, um, Marquise Brown, I thought played relatively well. But, man, uh, this defense is really sort of reliant on the corners getting up, being in man coverage, getting involved uh, with the receivers early to slow down the quarterback uh, so he doesn't get the ball out quick so the pass rush has a time to get there. And that just didn't happen. Mike Keene um, just had receivers, free release, all game. Um, especially, uh, you know, Eric Brooks. Um, nine receptions, 170 yards, two touchdowns. Purdue tried everything. Um, Marquise Brown was on him for a while. That seemed to work a little better. Marquise Wilson covered him some. He's the second quarter. Cam Allen started the game on him, and that was an abject. Disaster. Allen just did not have the quickness uh, to stay with him. So that's sort of what I saw as the problem both with the pass rush and in coverage was that the sort of defense is designed, so corners are up, challenging uh, early passes, uh, making the quarterback hold it that extra uh, second and, and giving him a different look, and then the rush getting there. If if the secondary can't make the quarterback hold the ball, then the pass rush isn't going to get there. Um, and so, again, secondary huge area of concern. Uh, they're just going to have to get better. Um, they've got some help on the way. I think, uh, and I don't have his name right in front of me, but is uh, the transfer from uh, Stanford. Um has some experience. He could come in, maybe be the third corner, uh, but he's hurt, and that's sort of been his uh, MO his entire career, at least at Stanford, was, oh, man, this guy's really talented, but part of being talented is being available, and uh, he's just not available. So who knows? Maybe he's good. Maybe he's not. Um, I saw some just real stuff on tape. That I think Walters is going to clear up in the secondary. Um, you saw the corners get caught looking in the backfield uh, like they've probably played zone most of their career. Now they're playing man, so they're in good coverage. And then all of a sudden, you know, play stops, something a little breaks down. Their first instinct is to look at the quarterback. And as soon as they do that, uh, Fresno's receiver did a good job. As soon as the uh, corner looked at the uh, uh, quarterback, the receiver took off. Um, and that really uh, hurt Purdue, especially on third down where they had the quarterback contained and just gave up uh, in coverage. Um, and then sort of move on to the defensive line. Um, like I said, I thought they were good against the run game. Uh, looked uh, Everything looked solid. Um, uh, the new defensive ends, uh, Nichols and uh, Langham, were our more sort of run stuffers than pass rushers. Um, And they did that job well. Um, I'm not sure. OC brothers. I don't know if I've bought into him uh, being the middle linebacker because I didn't feel like he was the eraser. Purdue needed at second level. Um, Only had four tackles uh, while, uh, you know, Purdue's uh, precocious freshman safety uh, Dylan The had 10 and so uh, that needs to just walk as o- you can't have three ta- uh, you know four tackles total he's got to be that guy in the middle um, when your safety's making tackles a lot of that time that time that means that some other players miss tackles um, and uh, so again um, kind of getting back to the line. Um, That five across, I think it looked good on third downs. uh, If you pick this up, they were pulling, uh, I think they were pulling Langham off the field a lot um, and putting uh, in Kydrin Jenkins to go out to line up against a guard. I thought Jenkins was by far the uh, defensive MVP. Uh, He played with an edge, he had a sack, two tackles for loss. That's what you expect out of this defense. What Kydron Jenkins did is sort of what you expect out of your big players in this defense. It's a defense designed to get uh, these outside linebackers and defensive ends into the backfield and for them to create havoc. Jenkins did that. Now, Nick Skarton, uh, not as much. He had six total tackles, good, but no sacks. Tackle for us, he was in pursuit a few times. I don't know if you checked out my uh, play breakdown, um, sometimes he was sort of let down by his teammates. Um, where they didn't hold contain, so he's chasing the quarterback, and the quarterback just doesn't have anything to run into until he's to the sidelines, and so um, you know that's not going to help. Uh, but overall, a little disappointed in his first game. He just didn't quite look as explosive as I hoped he would be. Um, and then, uh, man, uh, just overall uh, not. Really what I was hoping for in terms of just getting into the backfield, getting pressure, four tackles for loss, isn't going to get it done with this defense. This defense needs to get tackles for loss. Two sacks, probably not going to get it done again. This needs to be a more chaos-inducing line. And I just did not see uh, that sort of chaos uh, that... uh, really is an essential part of this defense. Um, and uh, so we look like, uh, you know, Cordae uh, Sindor, uh, who I was name I was actually looking for there because uh, he's not in the box store. He played a lot on third down. Um, he would come in uh, an outside linebacker and Jenkins would slide over uh, to defensive end um, for uh, more of a pass rush look. Uh, But, man, he blew a couple real key assignments. Um, A little too greedy, um, kept getting caught inside, um, and the outside linebackers have to stay outside and hold contain in this defense. Again, much like the pass rush, there's got to be contain on both sides to give everybody a chance to get there and keep the quarterback from just running out of the pocket and picking you apart. And I saw a lot of that uh, on uh, Saturday um, where just guys were just one or two players not doing what they were supposed to do, uh, costing sort of the rest of the defense uh, a chance to make a play. So moving forward, I mean, that's what I'm sure Coach Balters is gonna be hammering uh, all uh, week in practice. Do your job. That's all I wanna see out of the defense. Do your job. If you're a corner, do your job. Get up and get your hands in. Uh, make those uh, quick releases harder. Guys are catching the ball. you got to hit them. you got to make them think. Um, Didn't see a lot of big hits out there. Um, Everybody in Fresno looked real comfortable. Um, And um, you saw it with their offense. Um, So, you know, going into Virginia Tech, that's what I want to see cleaned up. Um, Kane, uh, I feel bad. He's going to be an important part of the defense. He's playing with one on hand. He went out. Uh, Antonio Stevens had to come in. He hasn't played in two, uh, a while after coming off uh, that dis- gross knee injury. Um, and he, man, he looked rusty. He missed a couple of uh, fills in the run game. Uh, hopefully, you know, he's got a little more confidence. Maybe he can come in next game and give Purdue something because he is that big safety. Uh, but right now, um, this is just something that are going to have to get better in practice. I don't really see like a magic bullet anywhere um you know on the Purdue offense you can say well you know tight end comes back center comes back um that clears a lot of things up the defense it is what it is man um they got to get after it get better in practice um that is the good thing about playing though um they'll be better I guarantee you they'll be better this week than they were last week and they'll probably better in week three than we were in week two that's a brutal uh, game to start with. Jed Tedford is one of the best offensive minders in the business, and man, he played him like a violin. Um, and so now, finally, I'm just going to wrap this up, talk a little special teams, and that was really the highlight of the game for Purdue. Um, Tyrone Tracy kicked 98-yard kick return. Uh, again, that was a play kind of like Burks, where you're like, yes, that's is it. This is it. We're going to bust it. Open, which could never keep that momentum, but uh, he had three kick returns for 144 yards and a touchdown. Um, on that kick return, he he basically broke two tackles, and that means it was blocked up uh, well. So I was impressed with the blocking uh, on the kick returns. Um, it's nice to see the return game not just be an afterthought um, like it was during the Braum era, um and so tracy uh proved himself to be a nice kick returner um you know you obviously can't expect uh, that sort of explosive play every game um otherwise you know he'd probably be in the hall of fame uh but um it's something that purdue can uh build on just even having that threat back there uh makes the kicker think a little bit more uh and then tj sheffield while uh, i didn't I think he did a good job, uh, He did an adequate job at wide receiver. He did a terrible job at blocking, but he had one punt return opportunity um, uh, because, of course, uh, Fresno didn't kick the ball very often, but on his one uh, opportunity, it's was sort of a worm burner, and Sheffield did the right thing, scooped it up, 29-yard return, put Purdue in great field position. Again, another uh, example of Purdue being more aggressive in special teams, uh, looking to pick up uh, some cheap uh, yards, and that's going to be important for him this year. Really think that uh, you know special teams um, is going to play an important role for Purdue if they're going to win. You go to the kicking uh, Ben Freehill. Uh, you know he missed uh, his only attempt. It was outside 40 yards. Like to see him make it. He had plenty of leg. Just pulled it a little bit. Hit all his extra points. Um, his. Uh, Kickoffs, or was the kickoff man was putting it, uh, you know, far enough into the end zone. Uh, only uh, really two return attempts. Um, so other the uh, special teams look good. Um, and that needs to continue moving forward. So just sort of as a wrap, um, again, that was just a tough game to start with uh, for Purdue. I would have loved to see them use some of their uh, reported Big Ten money to buy Fresno out uh, and uh, maybe put a little bit easier team on the schedule for the uh, new head coach Um, because, like I said earlier, um, God, uh, Tedford is an expert at dissecting defenses, and he's done it over the years. This guy's coached Aaron Rodgers, Marshawn Lynch, Deshaun Jackson. It's, it's numerous big name uh, players that would go on to the NFL, uh, and so he's very good at that. He's very good at finding matchups and exploiting them. He found Jalen Gill, um, come uh, in a couple of those matchups, um, the Ohio State via BC. Uh, Now to Fresno transfer, he utilized him out of the backfield, got him matched up on linebackers. Uh, Eric Brooks, of course, like I mentioned before, was just uncoverable. Uh, You know, 5'7", 171 pounds. Um, Last season, he had 31 receptions for 391 yards and three touchdowns. This season, uh, nine receptions, 170 yards, two touchdowns right out of the gate. Uh, They put him in the slot. Purdue couldn't cover him, and they just fed him the ball until basically the end of the game. Um, and Purdue had very little answer uh, for just that covering that quick little kid out of slot. And I say a kid, that's a grown man, obviously played like a grown man. He made Purdue's secondary look like uh, kids in, in a lot of ways. Um, so that's a pretty much a wrap on that first game. Uh, I thought uh, overall... It was a pick'em game. Fresno made the plays uh, when it was time to win. Um, Maybe that should have been expected with the more experienced team. Um, I was hoping Purdue may uh, have just a slight talent edge, but I don't really even think that bore itself out once the game was uh, uh, being played. I think it was pretty even talent-wise, which, again, I think Fresno is probably a mid-tier Big Ten team. Some other people are going to probably disagree with that, um, but uh, it is what it is. I'm sure the coaching staff will be making any excuses uh, for this loss. It's got to be better. They've got to be better. But, man, the players got to be better. Um, the defense and offense is really sort of designed to put guys in an opportunity to make an individual play. And just they didn't. there weren't enough individual big plays made Hudson Carr didn't make enough. Burks made, you know, one, two, um, but just not consistent enough across the board. And so that's sort of what we'll be looking for uh, moving on uh, as they head to uh, Lane Stadium. We'll enter Sandman uh, on Saturday. It is a not great Virginia Tech team. So, hey, um, if y'all will uh, go ahead and look for it, we'll probably have the preview coming out on Thursday. Uh, and uh, until then uh, we will uh, catch y'all later. sign it off.